Hey, welcome to Habits for Humans, the podcast that explores what makes people tick and how to program this brain of ours through habits. We're going to also talk about how, why, and sometimes, and in some areas of our lives, we can really excel, and in other times, and in other areas of our lives, we can really struggle. If we want to be healthy and happy, what is the secret to programming our brain to maximize our potential? I'm your host, Pamela Henry, and I'm so excited to have our guest on today. She's Dr. Pam Adams, and she is an expert in all things self-care and affirmations and really taking care of yourself. And we're excited to hear some of her tips and tricks today. We have several giveaways. So if you like free stuff, make sure you stay tuned till the end. First of all, a word from our sponsor, sponsors. Um, this episode of Habits for Humans is brought to you by Card Salad. Card Salad's an eat well program that is kind of like HelloFresh meets Oprah. Get a free week of meal planning done for you at the end of this podcast. And it's also brought to you by Success Choice, a company that provides tools to help you filter through the noise of life and establish positive routines to find balance, order, and joy in the journey. So stay tuned for a special discount. So now on to our guest today. Pam, Dr. Pam Adams is originally from Fayetteville, North Carolina. Reverend Dr. Pamela Adams is the president of Faithful and Favored Incorporated. She served proudly in the United States Air Force for nine and a half years and is the primary facilitator for all of Faithful and Favored's services. Her empathetic demeanor and compassionate disposition make her a trusted advisor on all things related to spiritual and emotional maintenance. Her desire is for everyone to live a faithful and favored life. Well, welcome to the show. And we always start with kind of your number one habit or routine that you have that helps you manage your stress. Is there something you do in particular that helps you manage your stress? Well, I think it's important that we pour into ourselves before we leave our houses, because I always say that my house is my safe space. And so before I leave my house, I definitely um, pour into myself. And when I say pour into myself, I, I'm referring to being able to affirm myself, do morning affirmations, encourage myself. Sometimes I give myself a good pep talk before I leave the house, because, you know, we never know what we're going to encounter throughout the day. So I think it's imperative before you leave your safe space to be able to pour into yourself, to give yourself what you need so that you can make it throughout the day. Yeah, be your your best uh, coach there for yourself and, exactly. mm -hmm. and support. Yeah, that's awesome. So tell me how you got started in your field. How did this all come about? Um, I think timing is one piece of it. Um, I, I know a lot of times when we're younger and we have aspirations of what we think we're going to do and um, we even join military, you know, join a branch of the military and we even think that that's going to continuously be our career path. But I kind of fell into chaplaincy. Um, it wasn't anything that I was seeking out to do. My mother actually um, had a stroke and we were in the hospital and a chaplain came and sat with us. Um, I knew about chaplaincy because my father served in the army and we lived on military installations all over the world. And then I was in the Air Force. And so I knew about chaplaincy because I had served 
And so I didn't know that there was civilian chaplains. And again, not something that I was aspiring to become, but it was just definitely an interesting interaction that he and I had. And so I attribute that moment to how I got to where I am now. And of course, my mother tells the story that um, it took her having a stroke for me to finally figure out what I was going to do with the rest of my life. But it definitely is something to be said about timing and being at a space to be open and flexible. And that's kind of how I got into it. You know, it wasn't, again, intentional, but it definitely is something that I have been doing. I have been a licensed and ordained pastor now 16 years and a chaplain 14 of those 16 years. So I, I don't know what else to do at this point. I think I'm just going to continue um, being in this space and I enjoy what I do. I love that comment by your mom and talk about oh, yeah. the ultimate sacrifice for your children, right? <laughs> and that's, that's what she says. Absolutely. <laughs> but, you know, there's such peace in finding your path. Um, and and I'm, I'm guessing that you, you know, since you're still doing that, that you felt that peace and that passion that, mm -hmm. you know, you're making a difference in this particular field. Mm -hmm. So, so faithful and favored, um, is that different? Um, or is that, um, you know, tell me about faithful and favored. Is that just part of your chaplaincy? Or is that, you know, where you work with specific clients? Or how does that work? So faithful and favored incorporated is um, my brand. And within that, there are two other organizations, Peace Together LLC, that's my um, counseling practice and the servant leader that assists individuals that want to understand a little bit more about what they actually are capable of doing from a leadership perspective. But Faithful and Favorite is, is basically a brand that helps individuals understand the importance of spiritual and emotional maintenance. I think we self-sacrifice ourselves a lot. I think we uh, love on everybody else, but we find it difficult to love on ourselves. We are you know, fantastic about encouraging other people in reference to getting to their next steps in life, but sometimes we don't do the same for ourselves. So the majority of my clients that I see is definitely about just understanding the power of you and what you can do. And it, you know, basically going back to what I said about this affirming piece, a lot of times we don't do a good job of affirming who we are and who we have evolved to become. And definitely just having conversations about being able to forgive yourself for some of the mistake that you, mistakes that you've made in, in your life um, so that you can let go of that emotional baggage to be able to move forward. I'm definitely an individual that recognizes that mind, body, and spirit have to be aligned in order for us to live a very faithful and favorite life, right? We can't um, have one off. I always say that your mind is gonna do what it wants to do. Your heart is, it's, it's crying, like help me. And then our souls have its hands up, like guys, what are we doing? And so if we can get those three aligned and moving forward constantly, understanding that we're gonna have some setbacks, understanding that there are gonna be some difficult moments, but every day is not a bad day. And, I, and that's one of the things that I've definitely um, advocate for, telling people there are power in our words. You know, you wake up in the morning and you stub your toe. Like that is the worst thing in the world. Like, I don't know what it is about stubbing your toe, but as soon as that happens, you've now deemed your day as it's going to be a terrible day. No, you had a difficult moment. So don't stay in that difficult moment. Of course, tend to your toe, but at the same point in time, do not put yourself in a position to think that the rest of my day is going to be like what just happened to me. And so if I realize that I had a difficult moment and I don't stay there, my life and my day can be different. But if you're constantly 
living from that space of um, this is just a terrible day. Because at that point, if anything happens negative, you can just continue to co-sign on the fact that this day is detrimental and is terrible. It's the worst day ever. But if we let's let's have difficult moments and not let, have difficult days. I like that that being intentional of looking for the good instead of staying. I, I like how you said, you know, take care of it, but don't stay in that moment. Don't, mm -hmm. you know, don't let that rule your day instead. So what is some what are some practical tips for um, adding affirmations to your life? T tell me what that would look like for one of your clients. Well, I'm a firm believer in us. We're humans and change is difficult, right? Like, so to say, to add a bunch of things to your day, sometimes that's not realistic, but let's attach things to things that you already do. So one of the things that I talk about is I'm, I'm big on um, teeth care. <laughs> like I, I have braces. And so it is a totally different dynamic, dynamic in a different world now with braces. But one of the things that I always say is if you attach things to what you already should do every day, it can be easier to become a part of your life. So for me, affirmations is teeth time. The amount of time that we should be working on our, making sure we have, um, you know, our dental care is appropriate for the day, you can affirm yourself. So that's for me, that's when I give myself pep talks. Like, okay, you looked at your calendar, you already know what's on there in reference to meetings and appointments. You also know what your to-do list look like. It's It looks a lot, it's a lot today, but, Come on, you're gonna be all right. Don't get overwhelmed. Don't cut your camera off in the meeting because you wanna roll your eyes. Like you have to encourage yourself and be real with yourself, especially if you know your personality. So if you know who you are, you're able to you know, impact yourself more. And so for me, that definitely being able to add things to what I already do. So in the morning, I affirm myself and then while I'm brushing my teeth and then in the evening when I brush my teeth, we have a recap of the day. Like, okay, so this was the, what today looked like. Um, there were some things that you were thinking. Let's figure out how were you thinking that? What emotions were behind that? What triggered those emotions so that you can recap on your day? I don't think we do a, a lot of recap, you know, because we go from the work hat to potentially the mom or the dad hat to the coach hat, like whatever different things that we have, we kind of don't give ourselves an opportunity to recap on the day because we're so busy living in the moment. I think recapping at the end of the day, definitely while you're brushing your teeth. So if you affirm and recap, that can help. I also think that we don't do a good job of decompressing from the day. So before we switch those hats, um, meaning the time that we leave um, work, sometimes, you know, individuals work from home. And so they don't take a, a time out for themselves before they put the mom hat on to get dinner ready or to take such and such to this place or take such and such to that place. We don't take that pause, that time out for ourselves just to take the work hat off. It's almost like we just put the hats on top of each other. And so by the end of the night, we're trying to figure out why we're so overwhelmed and so overworked. You never kind of took any of your hats off. You didn't give yourself a time out. So I think that could help as well. So if I'm affirming, if I'm decompressing before I switch my hats and I'm doing a recap, I think our days would just be a little bit smoother. Yeah, that's great. Um, I really, I, one thing that I talk about a lot is 
the two times of the day that you have the most control over your schedule is when you first wake up and right before you go to bed. And so I think, you know, you've talked about, you know, those are two great times to do your, to be intentional and put in the good things and do your affirmations and brushing your teeth. You do in the morning and you do at night and that's just perfect linking it with something. So it sparks, Oh yeah, I'm brushing my teeth. I need to do Mm. these affirmations and, and being kind to yourself um is is so critical and i also love that decompressing because you do just get exhausted if you don't refill a little bit you know and then you just don't have that energy to give your family or whatever is taking your time in the evening that's important to you but if you haven't had that time to just take a breath and you decompress i like that word um yeah that's so critical yeah So what are some of the challenges that you have run across that people have when they're trying to add affirmations or take do this self care? And how do you help them through those challenges? What what are the most common obstacles do you think people have? Um, Self esteem and self worth uh, are two of the biggest that stand out. Because again, you are affirming yourself. So um, telling yourself talking about your appearance or Um, reaffirming yourself in reference to you can accomplish X, Y, and Z. Self-esteem and our self-worth, in my opinion, can hinder, if it's not um, in a positive light, can hinder being able to affirm yourself. Um, Because of course, if you don't speak kind to yourself, it is then difficult for when I ask them to then, um, in the morning, I'm gonna send you 14 affirmations over the next seven days. I want you to do one in the morning and one at night. And I say, I know you may not believe them, but I still need for you to say it to yourself because repetition is key. And we had then have conversations about how it actually makes them feel in reference to not being able to believe what they've told themselves. So we then have to sideline, take a time out and talk about the self-esteem and try to pinpoint at what point in there, and you know, it, it has a lot to do with our childhoods. At what point in our childhood did we not believe in ourselves anymore? At what point in our childhood did we lose our self-esteem or our self-worth and be able to then deal with that where it is? Um, a lot of times it's, I do assignments such as writing that particular age self. What are some of the things you wish someone would have told you so that you could have continued when you had some type of traumatic event happen? So it's some, we have to sometimes go back in order to get to a place where we're okay with affirming. Um, but again, that has to do with uh, addressing self-esteem and self-worth issues. A lot of times people don't remember because they have suppressed it. Um, it's something that they don't want to deal with. And, you know, trauma is a thing. And as much as we try not to uh, try to avoid it, it shows itself in other ways and other avenues in our life. So being able to deal with drama, um, drama too, drama mm-hmm. and trauma, as well as self-esteem and self-worth, those are, those are things that you can't just continue to avoid. I tell people all the time, we do a good job of being in the land of denial and on the island of avoidance. So it definitely becomes extremely easy for us because we then don't want to deal with emotions or feelings that are attached to those things, but we got to deal with it. If you're, if you're trying to live a healthy life and healthy life to me is just not physical. It's this emotional and spiritual piece. You can't avoid it. 
you can lose 385 pounds. You can have Transformation Tuesdays. I see it all the time on Instagram. But what about your soul? What about your heart? Did you address those things as well? Because that type of weight gain does not happen overnight. So are we going to deal with stuff? Are we going to really have some true conversations? I call them crucial conversations on how we got there. Because if we don't deal with how we got there, we can go there again easily. And it takes courage. It takes courage to look at the areas where we're holding. And sometimes those things that are holding us back we are keeping because we're afraid to move forward right and so it takes courage to look at you know hmm why am i still allowing this in my life or why am i still allowing this to hold me back and what am i afraid of (laughs) exactly moving forward Um, because it does take some courage it takes courage i also think um acknowledgement like i have to acknowledge i can't I can't act as though it didn't happen. Um, even though it, I've done a good job for 20 years or 30 years or 40 years of not addressing it, but it does. It does take a ton of courage to not wanna continue to live in this capacity. Courage definitely is a thing. And I, and I also always offer that uh, particular accolade in reference to This is a courageous act. And I do not take your level of transparency with me lightly because it does. It it, will go in places that you don't want to go. We're talking about things you don't want to deal with. But I think it's when we're thinking about a healthy, a holistic life, those are some of the things that we have to definitely deal with. And sometimes people are dealing with regret. And um, one of the things that you, you mentioned was forgiveness. So how do you help people forgive themselves or other people that have wronged them? Mm. How do you bring forgiveness into their um, self-care and growth? Well, one, I think you you talked about um, guilt and shame. Having to deal with that um, sometimes helps with getting to the land of forgiveness because at first we have to acknowledge that we feel guilty about things. We feel regret about things. So if we can deal with that, we then can tap into forgiveness of of self, right? Of self. And then in reference to forgiving others, I always say sometimes we have to get to a space where we are forgiving the individual we know owes us an apology, but will never give us an apology because they have moved on with their lives. But we're still carrying that emotional baggage around and we have not dealt with um, the fact that they did hurt us. Because again, we are we do a good job of sweeping things underneath the rug. And I always say at some point that rug is going to get too lumpy well, furniture is not going to be able to sit on it. And so when you think of a lumpy rug that has like a dining room table and six chairs and it's lumpy, nothing can sit right. And so think about internally how that makes you feel. And so now let's take, I always say I get a toothbrush and I'm gonna pull out little sections of stuff that you have packed underneath that rug and we'll deal with it one chunk at a time. I'm not gonna try to take all the furniture off and move the rug and let's deal with it all at the same time. That is not realistic and that is not healthy, right? But being able to pull out a little bit and let's just sit with this. Let's talk about the feelings. Let's talk about the things that you never wanted to talk about. Let's, Let's deal with it. But dealing with guilt and shame for self is a way 
um, I think is the pathway to be able to forgive ourselves. That regret, the woulda, coulda, shouldas, uh, we have definitely have the conversation. I don't have a time machine. I cannot take you back so that you can do something different or think differently or move differently or react or respond differently. So since we cannot go back in time, what is the hindrance of us being able to forgive ourselves? Because there's no way we would know. If you made a different decision, there's no way we would know because we can't go back in time to change it. So can we forgive ourselves? And then a lot of times the decisions that we made, we made them in the moment for a reason. And so can we forgive ourselves for having to make that decision? It was a difficult decision that we made and not to take that lightly and forgive ourselves because that's what had to be done. We definitely talk about just forgiveness is huge to me. And so I could talk about forgiveness all night, but it definitely is something that we have to do a better job at. Because I always say it's interesting to me how easy we can extend an olive branch to someone else, but we cannot extend that same olive, olive branch to ourselves. Yeah, yeah, we're very hard on ourselves, that's for sure. Yeah. And, you know, you, you bring out some good points of, you know, things in the past and other people. You know, I think a lot of times where our energy is going to or it's things that we can't control, you know, things that happened in the past we can't control we can't there's nothing we can do about it it has already happened except for learn from it take a different path um gain some different skills from that and when someone else has wronged us i think sometimes we hold on to the fact or you know, the thought that if we forgive them we're saying that it's okay mm. that they did whatever they did but you're not saying that but you're not going to hang on to it and let it ruin your life um, because you don't have control over whether or not they apologize. Um, and so, but that can be a hard thing. It can be a, for sure, when you've been wronged, Yeah. you know, you don't want to feel difficult. like, yeah. yeah, it's like, well, they're going to get away with it. Or, you know, they shouldn't have done that. Well, yeah, yeah. you're absolutely right. They absolutely. shouldn't have I, done that. You're and I think that's the key, the acknowledgement. Uh, sometimes they need to hear from someone else. You're right. But at well, I won't say but, I will say and at the same time, continuously carrying around this emotional baggage is weighing you down. Yes. I ask the question, how much do you weigh emotionally? Like, should you be that at that size because of all of the emotional baggage that you're carrying? And so let's unpack some of that. Let's go through it. Let's, let's get rid of it and let's stop holding on to it because we think things can change or be different from the perspective of that person is going to, they have moved on with their lives. They yeah. have just living their best life at this point. And you're still emotionally um, carrying all this unnecessary baggage. Yes, I love it. I think that is so key. And, you know, all of the, all of the things that are so important for us or the things that are the most important for us are sometimes the most difficult things but you know, it, it takes that intentionality um, to really incorporate these things to help yourself move forward. So we're down to our last couple of minutes. Are there any last, anything that you wanted to say that you didn't get a chance to say or any words of advice um, just to end with here? I definitely would just encourage individuals to make time for self, um, put yourself first. And don't look at it from being a selfish, a selfish thing or coming from a selfish place, but definitely take more time out for yourself. 
You cannot continue to pour from an empty pitcher. You need to sit down and be poured into. And that can look different ways. But at some point, you have to realize that your pitcher is empty and it now has tumbleweed in it. And so I just would recommend you take more time out for self because if, you, if you're not able to give 100%, how much are you giving? Great advice. Great advice. Because you've mentioned this several times. It's so easy for us to give other people the benefit of the doubt or to make time for other people. But it's hard for us to give ourselves the benefit of the doubt and make time for our own needs. And that that really does make you better able to serve other people. And so that's great advice. Thank you so very much. Just a couple of reminders before we end that we have our giveaways from our sponsor card salad. So to get that, you can go to habitsforhumans.com and you can sign up for a free seven day eat real food challenge. You get seven days of recipes done for you, a shopping list and your meal, meal planning is done for you this week. And our second sponsor with the success choice, you can go to thesuccesschoice.com and you can start implementing your positive habits right away with the success choice planner. And you can save 15% today, again, at thesuccesschoice.com with the coupon code habits for humans, all one word. And we are also, um, Dr. Pam is giving away a free ebook at faithful and favored.com and that link will be in the show notes as well so you want to make sure you pick up that free ebook and again thank you so much dr pam for joining us and thank you to our listeners this is habits for humans and remember to check our show notes for all of your free gifts and thank you in advance for your giving us a positive review have a wonderful day